Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of Improv Treehouse. Um, this week we're in Germany and we're speaking to Die Affirmativa, who are an improv team based in Mainz. Um, thanks and enjoy the episode. Affirmative. Oh no. But you could also say die affirmative. That's why we chose the name because it's so international. Oh, okay, so yeah. can we just go around first of all and just each of you say who you are so mm-hmm. we get a sense of who your voices are? Uh, I'm Stefan. Great. I'm Paul. Hi. <laughs> great. <laughs> Shall we say something more or just say. Just say your name. I'm Claudia. It's a great name. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, great. Um, so I always like to start in the same way and go around to sort of each of you one at a time and ask how did you get into improv pre thy affirmativa? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, um, I was a founding member of. The affirmative, or at that time we called ourselves nothing. Deichlerreifen. No, actually, at first we we didn't have a name for like half a year. Then we were Deichlerreifen, but then we got kind of sued. We didn't get kind of sued. We got sued. Yeah, we got what? sued. <laughs> oh, this is the quickest we've ever reached drama. <laughs> um, yeah, and because of that, we had to change the name to. Affirmative. Um, I got into it because at my studies, I studied uh, philosophy. Uh, there was a guy next, sitting next to me, and at one point in class, he was like, Hey, I'm studying an improv theater group. Would you like to join? And I was like, Ugh, theater. <laughs> but I don't have to learn any text. <laughs> hey, it could help me get a little bit more. Um, um, how do you say it in English? Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, um, extroverted. 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 Or not. Extroverted. Extroverted. Cool. That sounds better. I wish we had a British person here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that would be great. Yeah. Extroverted. Extroverted, yeah. yeah that's See, we, uh, will, uh, uh, we will have our uses post-Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, okay, let's try this. And then we started improv. It's a good story. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't feel mine is as glorious as that. Uh, I wanted to do scripted theater, but I couldn't find a group that was cool. Um, so I had this guy in my studies. <laughs> I studied movies. Um, and he was there like, yeah, we, I have this group called Die Schlafen. Want to uh, join? Um, or we have an open practice where we are searching for new members for our team. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I went there. No, before that, there was a show, um, a show of Die Schlaraffen with another group. Um, and it was a horrible show. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst show I've ever seen, I think. So I sat there in the audience and I was Stephen, like... we were not on it. No, you both, you both weren't on it. Really? Yeah, you yeah. weren't on it. Uh, I'm not going to say who was in that show. <laughs> but like, it was the horrible... Like, it, like, it was, was really horrible. Uh, and I was sitting in the audience and I was like, oh, I could do better. <laughs> wow, I, I'm, I'm like so, so much the asshole right now. But like, it was such a horrible show. 
Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So that was very nice to get the pressure down before I went to that. <laughs> went to that practice. Um, so I went to that practice, and then um, one thing led to another. So How I'm here horrible right was the practice? Oh, it was cool. It was very oh, nice. Okay. You were good at that practice. I remember that practice. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I could actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. You didn't know that. <laughs> Such an asshole. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's my story. Um, I I was always into acting and theater, and when I finished school and started my studies, I was actually torn between going to acting school and, surprisingly, going to law school. Really? <laughs> yes. I and I that. went to uh, the Ernst Busch in Berlin, and. Um, They told me it's a lot about singing and that I would have to somehow know or be good at singing. So I thought about it another month and then I decided to go into law school. <laughs> <laughs> and after three years, which was the longest that I ever did not act or do theater, I started to miss it really, really bad. And I found a theater group, a scripted theater group, um, that was probably as horrible as the first uh, the Asimativa show that <laughs> so you So why saw. didn't you join them? <laughs> I joined them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I survived months of this <laughs> and it was terrible. And then I met someone from the no-name group who took me. It was Manuel from... Um, that was also the one who took me. Yeah, uh, he's he the taker. The he, he didn't take me. Oh. <laughs> I was taken by Daniel. So he took me and then I was taken and smitten and I loved it. Oh, right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so the name Di Affirmativa, did I say it right? Did I say it right? Di Affirmativa. Di Affirmativa. God damn it. Um, where did that come from? Where, why did you choose that name? Yeah. I like that we just said at that moment like we got sued and then never mentioned it. <laughs> 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 oh, can, I bring it can I ask why? Yeah. Of course. Uh, you should ask our lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lawyer. I'm now an excerpt. <laughs> um... They, um, there was a group, so we were called the Schlaraffen, and it's a reference to a German fairy tale where people eat themselves through um, a huge hill of, of pudding, and They're in the end they live in a fairy tale land, and it refers to the people that inhabit that land. And there is a, a it's almost like a, like a secret society <laughs> in Germany that's Just called a second, you should have seen Emily's face while Claudia was talking about that fairy tale. <laughs> like, what the hell are the Germans talking about? It's a great fairy tale. Yeah. Did, did you say flying fried chicken? Yes. yes. And okay. they fly into your mouth. You oh. just have to lay there and open your mouth and everything. Oh, it sounds like Friday yeah. night. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or Friday night or whatever. Don't. Well, <laughs> and... Um, They are called Die Schlaraffia. The, the secret society. The secret mm -hmm. society. Yeah. Like Illuminati. Uh, no, not... Yeah. 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 So Die Schlaraffia yeah. and Die Schlaraffen is very similar, objectively so. And um, they are a secret society that, is, that does not allow women, but that also Fuckers. does theater. And they also have a theater in Mainz. And they registered their trademark for theater, even though they don't have public performances because they themselves. are a secret society. But they registered secret. it. So I looked at the case, <laughs> assembled all my um, minimal lawyerly <laughs> skills and decided, no, it's too risky because we would have to pay for the entire lawsuit if we lost. 
and then we decided to change the name. Which was nice because Die Schlaraffen is something no one out of Germany could say or refer to, especially the probably the uh, yeah, yeah, or uh, probably the Austrians. And I mean, look at how perfectly people outside of Germany can pronounce the Affirmative. Yeah, it's so <laughs> easy. Perfect. <laughs> International name. So we had this um, three months um, that we got to change our name because of um, promotion and everything, because our name was out there. It was Die Schlaraffen, so we had to have this shifting time where we had like where we got to got to the people so they knew okay it's not die schlaraffen anymore so when i go to that show um it's actually the the same people mm. so uh we had this three months and we made this um open so we said like we have to change our name so what are the names that you could give us and then we had like 150 names or so and then we had a long process to figure out what name. Long and painful. Yeah, it was very painful. <laughs> very long. It almost very tore us apart. Yeah, it was, was worse than naming a baby. <laughs> it, it, yeah, because when you name a baby, that's just two people. Yeah. <laughs> and not like seven or... Oh, wait. Tell that the people who name their baby and talk I to will, their grandma. I will. Bring me some and I will tell them. <laughs> I think like the whole family is in there. Anyway, so um, after that process, we came up with the with the very, very... N like nice voting process and in the end we turned out to be diaffirmative because affirmative is also diaffirmative because it's also like affirmative which is nice and we had an an ape or a monkey as our um like sign logo so we didn't want to change the corporate design and so we were searching for a name that includes monkey which is affe in german so affirmative is because there is the aff which is the first part of affe to all our international listeners. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yeah. No, that's so because I was looking at the flyers and I, I wasn't sure why there was a monkey, but I that's so cool because I thought it was a really cute design. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh, and there was a reason the whole time. Because yeah. die Schlaraffen is also a wordplay with monkey because Affen, right? And and uh, the people listening to this are learning so much. It's yeah. not just about listening; it's about learning. And we just taught them many words in German. <laughs> yeah, great. Many Something words in German and many secrets. Yes. They never wanted to know before. <laughs> well, I, I did want to ask about that because um, you do um, shows in English and in German. So tonight I was very very lucky and I got to guest in your English speaking show. And you were a perfect guest. Oh. Yes. Bless you. Bless you. You didn't have to say that. Um, I would always <laughs> invite Emily to my show. She's <laughs> awesome. If you have an improv group, invite her. I like that we're leaning on the microphone <laughs> when we it's say that. She is not only talented, she's also very funny. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I had to change my voice while yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so why do you do um, shows in English and in German? Um, <laughs> I don't know. People were looking at me. Um, I, we we have a background in so especially me. I have a background in English theater. So I played in Copenhagen at the Improv Comedy Copenhagen Theater for two years uh, because I lived in Copenhagen for two years, um, and it was so nice because there was this community of English people, like experts that were there that couldn't do anything in Danish because nobody understands this. <laughs> fucking language. It's horrible. Danish is a horrible language. Yeah, nobody understands. Nobody it. understands nobody. it. Like th- not even the Danes no, understand it. Um, so um, that was so nice, and we have so many experts living in Mainz as well. So we thought like it would be nice to have this different um, 
different approach to, to people, right? Mm. Because we have the same audience, we have kind of our students that are here, but we would like to open up for more students uh, or more people who are there because mm. there isn't that much English um, things going on around here. Oh, nice. And it also makes it possible to invite talented and funny guests like Emily. Ah, that would have been the better her. answer. <laughs> and I just said something boring. <laughs> no, and Alex, he had um, Alex Vadera. Mm -hmm. Was it last week? It was last week, yeah. yeah. Who was better? No. <laughs> you. <coughs> Alex. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I would not Alex. want to say that. No. You were both brilliant. And actually, 10 days ago, we had Jacob Bennigan as a guest. So it really makes it possible for us to like have an exchange and, and play and perform with other people which is always inspiring also as you heard our English is nearly perfect <laughs> so, <laughs> so that keeps the, the training also going that was yeah, very nice sure. yeah yeah um, do you think that like the different guests that you have like bring a different flavor to the shows that you do mm -hmm. and like would you encourage oh, yeah. other teams to like get in uh, people absolutely. even if they haven't yeah. rehearsed with them before mm -hmm. yep. for yeah. sure yep absolutely i mean we we've been doing a lot of fast comedy and um <laughs> sometimes when we have guests in the actually in the past month we had that this a couple of times um we meet people that are more story and relationship based. And we're more like UCB style yes. fast comedy. And for example, with Alex, we had so many callbacks and also with Jay Suka, yeah. we had so many callbacks. Jay Suka is great, <laughs> by the way. Shit, invite him. In our shows and way more story and relationship than we would usually have, which then again reminded us, guys, we should take a step back because we focus so much on past comedy. We should take a step back and look at the relationship again so that we get a healthy mixture of both. And I don't think we would have had that moment. Stefan is having that moment of realization right now. <laughs> it's not a realization. I'm so happy right now. Um, yeah, so we wouldn't have that, that impulse. Yeah. If we haven't hadn't, oh my God, it's, it gets as you as you as you hear, we are perfectly yes. in English. If we hadn't invited <laughs> international guests, yeah, and I mean it's it's uh, as you always say, as an improviser, you have to challenge yourself, and <laughs> you get kind of in this comfortable co comfortable comfortable position when you're always performing together, right? You have mm. your routine, so you kind of get stuck in something, and it kind of gets boring after a while. Um, so it's so nice to have a person as kind of the freaky element in the show, oh, yeah. to have, uh, to, to don't know what you expect, like I didn't know what to expect from you before the show, um, and it, that's so nice because it gets you on the edge, and it's like, okay, I don't know what to expect, and okay, let's see how we figure that out on the run. Which is so such a nice feeling, and it's, it's very playful. Almost like improvising, right? <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> um, I'm really like I cannot imagine doing improv in like another language because I mean I'm I'm awful and I only speak one language. Um, but like, so do you guys find yourself performing differently when you perform in German to when you yep. perform in English? Mm -hmm. No. Um, for me, it's like because my English is okay, I guess, but in English, it's always a little slower my, my speaking is a little slower so I have to do more stuff with my body and my um, everything else expect language oh. I don't know what else <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Um, it up to imagination <laughs> <laughs> invite me you'll find out 
Wow. Um, that was the most creepiest <laughs> <laughs> message. Um, where was I? Yeah, I cannot speak as fast in English that I can in German. So that is a huge difference for me. And I think it's a different comedy-wise, right? Because uh, English works on a way different level than German because English has the punchlines at the end and German language hasn't. The 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 verb especially is always the punchline or most mm -hmm. of the times the punchline. The verb is uh, positioned at the end of the yeah. sentence in English, right? And it's not in German. So the punchline comes before the um, other thing. Like it's, it's no. the joke structure is a different thing. I don't know. Don't question that. It, it, it does not come at the end. In no, no, no. That's wrong. That's no, that's wrong. What I just in said. In German, it comes at the end. Anyway, but <laughs> look it up by yourself. You're all autonomous people. Stop! <laughs> Stop talking to the microphone. I really hope the mic is picking this up. <laughs> um, no, but I guess like the pattern is different. Exactly, talking, and the, yeah. the structure of the sentence is definitely different. I don't know how exactly, but uh, it's different. So jokes are constructed differently, that's which makes true. it different mm -hmm. for performing in English. I think I'm cooler in English, but that's just probably just my subjective <laughs> view. <laughs> Claudia doesn't approve. No, you're cool in every kind of language yeah. that you speak. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's fun because you have so many mistakes you can play with because when, when I'm talking in English I'm doing so many more mistakes than I do in German so there's something more to actually play with to yeah, have fun with that's true. which I yeah. love um, I would like the answer to be um, when I play in a foreign language I don't use language so much because I realize that I'm not perfect with words so I tend to use my body a lot Unfortunately, it's not true. <laughs> so you, you just said what Stefan said. <laughs> what I didn't say less, I yeah. just said slower. <laughs> yes. um, but what happens in reality is that I use more words, unfortunately. <laughs> because I, I focus so much on the mm -hmm. language mm. that I forget yeah. that I have a body. Mm. Also, I realize this right now when I'm hosting. Um, and also when I'm giving a workshop, I use more words to say the same thing. Because I've kind of perfected to be on point in German. And then when I'm in English, I'm like talking my way around it. Mm -hmm. That's a very English thing, though. <laughs> to waffle. That's very English. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But yeah, so I think I'm actually, I'm just um, not as good. A player as I am in my no, in my true. I'm I not fishing for compliments, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia's great. You should invite her. <laughs> invite her. Um, I know because one thing, like when I was sort of traveling to the shows, we were, we were messaging Claudia, and um, you were like, "Oh, there's there may not be like a lot of people because it's an English-speaking um, show." There were still like 40 people, so I don't know what like your, your quiet shows are like. Because I've I've performed at the Edinburgh Fringe for an audience of six, and I was like, yeah, six people, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so do you feel a difference between English audience, like the the audience at your English shows and the audience at your German Absolutely. shows? Absolutely, fun less thing. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fun thing is like 80% of the people who were there tonight were Germans. Yes. So um, there weren't that many English native speakers which is kind of sad because that's the people we want to get to, but it's hard because it's not the, the audience we reach out to usually. I think what we're missing is like an anchor 
mm -hmm. a private um, thing where we know someone from that community and then we know someone and then it's word of mouth the way it works in German but we have no access to the expert community or to there's a military base in Wiesbaden and there are many American soldiers but I don't know a single one so I'm always thinking like how, did, how can we reach them and we haven't really yeah. figured that out I thought of signing up but then I decided <laughs> <laughs> too much commitment to get an inside man <laughs> you prepare to do for oh, the affirmative everything <laughs> um, so what is comedy underground well apparently we're underground <laughs> <laughs> and it's we fun <laughs> um, no it's just it's just a name we, we came up that sounds cool in English that's all there is to it and I mean it's it's a comedy night as we just said our, like our improv style is very comedy based very fast paced comedy so um We just went through a p process of good names. We actually figured that because, um, and that is not meant in an arrogant way. <laughs> well, now everyone expects something really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but It's because we are better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we called ourselves that. You should invite us. No, stop it. Whispering <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> There is a lot of, um, of improv that is um, hobby. And, um, especially and, uh, around that area. Yeah, especially here, and that's sometimes really, really good. But they're also beginners, and which is cool because we were that beginner a couple of years ago. So everyone who's a professional improviser has been a beginner logically. So I'm not saying like this shouldn't be the case. I Stop think it's defending awesome. yourself. But some people see shows improv, and um, oh, it yeah. does not live up to their expectation. So we have the experience that is actually selling better if we kind of avoid the word improv in it. Mm. So we sell it as comedy. We have long-form shows that we sell just with the name without even like mentioning as a that it's play, basically. And in our experience, when people come and they see the show, they love it. But some people don't even go there because they feel that improvised something is something that that does not have any quality to it. I had so many conversations where I'm like, yeah, I'm doing improv. Oh, improv? <laughs> like, for real? That's shitty? Because you kind of... And that's weird, because that it, that's solely for improv. Like, it applies only to improv. Because when you say, like, I, you listen to bad music, right? And you're saying, like, ah, oh, I'm going... Music. I'm oh, music. Oh, music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen to that bad music. Oh. Shit, music is so bad. Wow. <laughs> Or, like, even theater. Like uh, I, I went to theater. It was a shitty show. I'm never gonna see theater again. And that's the only thing where improv actually has this problem that no other performance or other media art, has, form. art form has which is so frustrating especially in Germany because you don't have that background like you do in uh, America for example but I also think it's like in, in Mainz and around this area there's not a lot of improv so you see one show and one show only <laughs> for the most part and then you're like okay improv is bad improv is crap so you never see any improv again um, Plus, I think it's a German thing that improvised is never as good as scripted, as rehearsed, as um, somebody sat down and like learned the lyrics, learned the dance, learned the text, whatever. From the audience's point of view. You yeah, mean, sure. Yeah. But that's also the problem because I think in Germany we have lots of troops to, that want to emulate theater. Yeah. So they want to have meaningful things and meaningful... Um, meaningful plays and, and like like theater emulating and when you want to emulate theater you're never going to get as much um, or as, as cool as theater right so because we are not that comedy 
based or the, lots of troops aren't comedy based or not like the improv vibe awesome um so your show tonight was um so it was half like um short form the like games which was awesome and then the other second half was an armando um so why do you structure your show like that <laughs> um and also are there any like short form games that you particularly love and any that you have banned Wow. I don't think we have actually banned oh, there is. oh yeah we do there is there are games yeah. <laughs> I don't remember them right now officially but banned. I think everything that is um, too verbal or that just standing and talking I hate sense, uh, stand sit bow Sorry. yeah it's true um, <laughs> you don't agree I'm yeah, sorry, I, was no, no. I was shaking my head at Paul <laughs> <laughs> um, but even that we play it we perform it it's not when I'm there. We play. We play. Oh, sit, sit, drink. On our <laughs> drunk improv show. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that's it's actually different. a lot of fun. Oh yeah. yeah. You, you like it. Um, we love, or I personally love, um, everything that gets the audience involved. So I love things like pillars and puppets and even playing scenes with the audience and because. Um, I think it's very inspiring. It's probably the same thing as inviting a guest. So it's a guest that has no experience in improv and that can surprise me on a lot of levels. And I love playing with absolute beginners. Oh, really? Did you say... So So what's the drinking show? <laughs> <laughs> drunk improv, the house party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Am I the drunk guy? Why is everybody looking at me? Um, no, it, we have this house party thing. We have, um, we have this, like, for the first time, we have a venue for ourselves, um, but we can't um, get um, get entrance for it. So we wanted to have something that is a little. So we're bit legally not allowed to, to have an entrance fee because exactly. it's only uh, a school. It's an improv school, and that's what we have the. Um, yeah, that's the, the lawyer talking. For. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we are not allowed to have it as a public show venue. So everything that we do, all the shows that we do, are. In the context of our school. Yeah. Every shows we do at our venue, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Keith Johnstone did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> wow. um, so we have this monthly show where we have a jam beforehand, and then we want to have something cool for the community, and we have so many students, so we want to have something to get them all together. And we figured that uh, we wanted to do some some drunk improv because to challenge ourselves, <laughs> because that's either you are too play well, like... You, you work together very well, or you get involved with alcohol. Also, um, it's fun to drink and play improv at the same time. It's really fun, yeah. I got so um, shitballed when I asked that question on Facebook, and I was like, are, are there some um, like improv games you would recommend for doing with, with drunk improv? And everyone was like, no, that's a shitty idea. That's Why horrible. would you want to be drunk in front of an audience? It's going to like insult our entire art form. That was a bit like the baseline of it. Uh huh. And like thirty answers, twenty-eight of them like that, and two answers were like, "Yeah, I saw a show. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you for your help." Um. Anyway, <laughs> my short Facebook rant here. <laughs> um. But uh, so we decided to to have that little bit loose show, and um, it works very like we're not getting shit faced. It's more like a drinking game where you're not getting shit faced, but it's like fun to have this as a as a um, element. 
and it yeah, works I love very it. well. Yeah. The people love it. Mm-hmm. I think they love it way more than it actually is. Yeah, because, yeah. of course, it's not the best improv in the world. It's shitty. But to them, it's always like, it was legendary. <laughs> yeah. And, and they make it sound so much... Uh, m- Verrucht would be the German word. Yeah, it's verrucht. It's very verrucht. Like you missed out on that. Oh my God! You should have been there. Which is so yeah, nice because not that, that legendary. But it's it's the vibe we wanted to create. So yeah. it's so nice. We have to mention that the audience also drinks. That's yeah, yeah. They, they do. They do. But actually, I I know once one guy came to you and said it was the best improv I ever saw. Yeah. And actually, my girlfriend came to came to me after the show we played, and she was like, "It's the best improv I've ever seen." And I was like, "How drunk are you? I had one beer." Okay, what the hell? Yeah, people love it. We have it has this intimate atmosphere mm-hmm. of like you are at a party and it's a bit later at the party and then you start sharing secrets. For yeah. example, we um do I never have I ever with the audience where they like stand up and sit down and everyone drinks and has this feeling of mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. at a party and at the same time improv. And at the beginning of the show we always ask for a word and whenever that word yeah. is being named <laughs> everybody has to drink. Uh-huh. So as we uh, as we have of course an improv audience the first uh, word was no. no. Oh, which is very <laughs> revealing if yeah. you're not allowed to say that word. And the second show we had, the word <laughs> no, was I. Oh, oh, it was. We were Paul drinking so much. We were Paul was drowning. So much. We but in particular, Paul. Oh. Like, he said I in every single sentence. I was hosting. <laughs> I was hosting. <laughs> <laughs> I was hosting. <laughs> yeah. I think at the end nobody drank anymore when he said I because everybody was like, oh no, I just. Did and it. I think that was the only house party where you got really, really drunk on stage. The I no wasn't I that drunk. Yeah, I think you were drunk. No. <laughs> yeah, I but it's it's a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Um, so we'll move on to the unnamed audience question segment. Um, mm. So we've got a couple because I'm aware that t- your time is valuable. Uh, <laughs> so our first question is from uh, Monica Gaga, and she asks. If we were to visit Germany, what improv should we not miss? Whew, ours? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 also the the shitty answer. Um, my favorite group in Germany is Die Gorillas, uh, which isn't only because they have a monkey as the name, <laughs> <laughs> but they're great. Like there are people who performed together since more than twenty years, and it's the same ensemble since twenty years. They haven't changed. They like not a single member. Like not a single member dropped out of it, and you can see that on stage. Yeah, they're so and sync and everything. It's 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 hilarious, and they're so great. They're great storytellers. They're great character mimers. They're great comedians. They're great mimers in general. They're in Berlin, so they're basically um, perfect. Yeah. You should invite them. <laughs> no, they're really great. That's my favorite troupe in Germany. Yeah, and otherwise there are lots of festivals, mm-hmm. really all year round. Um, one of my favorite is the Improvember in Munich, mm-hmm. um, which is very very. Um, it feels like being part of a family, like for real. And also, in Mainz, there's a wonderful festival yeah. in next March, like every year. And that is also something, it's international, and we have shows in English. So come visit us at the festival. Yeah. When you think of me, when you talk of Munich, I think Bühnenpolka is an yeah. ensemble that I per- personally like very much. Because they are so, so funny. Like they, like they are the most funniest people I know, actually. And they're pretty cool. I think what they yeah. do well is getting that um, sitting room flavor of improv and turning it into, like, this is a cool gang I want to be part of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so our um, other question is from Jesse Craft. Um, he asks, um, so just for, I don't normally give context, but um, Jesse, I'm on a retreat here. Um, I'm on an academic retreat uh, mm-hmm. to Heidelberg. And I said that I was going to be in an improv show. And Jesse was absolutely lovely. And he was like, I've never seen improv. I will drive you. <laughs> Loveliest guy. Yeah. His, his, in the car journey over here, he was like thinking of a question. And he just... <laughs> <laughs> he was, well, I'm, I'm the whole ride. <laughs> he told me what it was. And I begged him to change it. But he refused. Um, so his question oh, is... Shit, <laughs> How will Brexit affect your comedy? Uh, that's oh, way too political for me. <laughs> going to make us better we, because we have less, um, how you say it, concurrence? Competition. 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 Yeah, we have less competition from the aisles. But it may be more difficult for us to go over. Yeah. So our international career may be endangered because we have less British exposure. No, I think yeah. we're all just going to cry because we miss so many people. So yeah. it's just going to be sad from that point on. Also, if um, Brexit is really happening and it's over and it's not a subject anymore, we miss inspiration for some scenes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate Brexit scenes, for real. I hate Brexit scenes. I hate <laughs> Trump scenes. <laughs> oh, I'm so full of them. Oh, Jesus. To be fair, I have no I- this episode's probably not going to be out for another couple of like weeks or months. Mm. So it might all be Ooh. fine by then. Might all be fine. <laughs> sure, crossed. I'm sure it's yes. fine. Yes. Um, yeah, so thank you for your audience questions, except Jesse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesse. But you're you a Jessie. good driver anyway. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so a very likable person. Yeah. Um, so what's next for you guys and what's like the grand dream? Ooh. It's a big question. Yeah, it's it a big question. Um, I have a personal dream I'm not sure if that was the question but I want to get a family oh. as a kid how <laughs> <laughs> you no I want to because I make a living off improv and um, to me it's like it has turned so much about money and work mm-hmm. since I've been doing that and my dream is to um, make a living off improv and still have much more time for fun things oh where yes. I do not have to worry about money at all. Yeah, so I think that's that's the next big thing is making so <laughs> much money that I don't have to worry about money <laughs> anymore. I second that so much. Yeah. yeah, and have more free free days where I can, for example, play improv just for fun if I want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. 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 Also, like the grand dream is always like a real theater. Like we have a great theater, but as we yeah. just said, we can't have uh, official shows in there. So I would love to have a place and where we have. And it's only forty-five seats. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have where we have a great grand space where audience members can come in and like actually pay for shows. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're asking about the dream, okay, the dream is a big house. It's a big, beautiful house. And you have like two stages, one really big, like let's say 400 seats, and one studio. Um, also, you have rooms for workshops, you have a bar, you have everything you need to do all the improv you want to do. That's my dream. If you're asking about the dream, yeah. whether or not that's realistic, who knows? And that dream partially has come true already, because we have workshops and we have oh, yeah. a bar. Yeah, we and have a stage. No, but for real, for us, our dream, That's a dream kind of came true already. Yeah. Be- because we found like it was like one out of nothing chance. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we're so happy about that. Having our own venue, our own space, Central. is the best thing that has happened yeah. to me improv-wise in the uh -huh, past three sure. years. No relaxation. Five years, ten years. <laughs> Not some more relaxation. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so where can people find you guys on social media? Instagram, Facebook. Just search for Die Affirmative or we have a website www.deaffirmative.de We also have an English section so you can click on that as well. Yeah. I found that very useful. <laughs> <laughs> Great, well thank you so, so much for coming on. It's been so lovely to meet you all. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure performing with you. Yeah, like a thank real you. pleasure. Oh, thank I'm not just saying that. No, for sure. But it was a lot of fun. Oh, and thank you for screaming. Invite her. <laughs> 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 I'll be the same. I'll be the same.